Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Jenny Wren. I've been a festival booker for over 15 years, mom of two, four if you count the dogs. I've buried my sister and my parents, partied like it was 1999 for over 20 years, modeled for five minutes, worn far too many accessories and not enough self-care. I've had breast cancer and epiphanies. Safe to say, she's been around. You're listening to Hindsight Conversations, where my guests are invited to bring to the table what it is they want to discuss, feel ready to share from where they are in their lives. We meet it together with no agenda. No topic is off limits, from the frivolous to the profound, the gnarly to the joyful, painful to the practical. Red flag moments you can only see when looking back, but looking back to move forward. Join me weekly where we explore the 2020 vision of hindsight. Everyone has it. This week we speak to Rowan McDonough, Festival Technical Production Manager, Recovering Addict, Childhood Trauma Survivor. 25 years experience in the live music industry and mental health advocate via CowshedLive.com, which offers podcasts on all aspects of mental health as well as 24-7 peer-to-peer support through their Facebook page. Also a complete legend and apparently a champion of drinking water. A career for me anyway defines a huge amount of who I am I find a lot of you know a lot of my pride a lot of my my uh, self-worth and stuff would be in my job and doing it well you know because it's such an intensive thing yeah. that you do you know more so than you know I'm, I'm, I, know I can't speak to people who work at the bank but I bet anyone who's home goes you know what <laughs> I did really well at the county of the bank today <laughs> I nailed pushing that same button 30 times um so yeah, I think I think it's been a year not having work. It's been a year where I think we've all certainly anyone that I've talked to has realised how how important our work was in terms of connecting to people and and talking. You know, yeah, we, we kind of we kind of did, but we didn't really do. But we, you know, especially with festivals and stuff like that, you're living with people, and yeah. everyone knows everyone's faults and stuff. But it's just toleration put up, and you know, you're just supporting each other, and you don't really realise. Oh, they're actually a really good friend. Yeah, I had a moment uh, in, in hindsight, um, and it was the the date of Body and Soul over the summer, 
and it's not that I had begun at all to lose love for the festival or, or what I did, but every now and then I used to get a bit like, am I just off on some egocentric, like, what are we doing here? What are, what, like, what are we doing? And it wasn't until that date and I was looking back at some of the videos and you realized, oh my God, we really were hosting a great big party for people to come together in a safe space and a beautiful yeah. and inclusive environment where you could put on your party wings and, and fly free, you know? And I, I yeah, it, it, it redefined for me um, the worth actually yeah the 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 worth for you or, or the worth of, of the of the work the the worth for me and the worth of the work as right, a, okay. yeah, yeah yeah as a as a whole thing yeah i suppose i mean your, okay. your, your role would have been a very different one you know because you're kind of you're always curating and booking and creating this kind of soundscape that would happen as people maneuvered around you know but that only worked because the rest of it worked that, yeah, that's yeah, really true, is, yeah. it's you know that like we i always felt we we were absolutely well any fe- any good festival we're the sum of our parts this yeah, uh, you know i could like i could bring down the biggest and most amazing bands in the world but if the sound was crap if our if our stages weren't working if the site looked awful sure what good would that be like the whole thing had to sing yeah, together yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so as a whole, I, I really saw that the worth of of it all and what it, you know, listening to people's stories and who they met and what they did. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it actually, you know, was was a beautiful thing in many respects. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. yeah. I, it, it's amazing looking back in hindsight to say, kind of the three years of audience. So uh, the first year I really was kind of like. Finding my feet. Yeah, you know, I don't think I ever found my feet. I think that's. I think I remember you're not. You remember you're never meant to find your feet. You know. Yeah. So you're, you're sitting there going, everything's fine. Everything's great. You're like, oh no, <laughs> 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 that's, that's not a good thing. Um, but it's amazing to when I because I always think, oh June, I went to Body and Soul, but then you forget the months and months and months in the office before that and seeing. Uh, meeting, you know, four people like yourself, you know, the other Avril and Megan and stuff like that, and there'll be four or five people, and then as it blossoms and rolls in, it gathers more moss, and then suddenly you're a thousand people or, you know, a couple of hundred people trying to create this village, and then you do it, and it goes and takes down, and then the team whittles back down again, and then starts revving up again, and you, you, you forget how much of... I, I look back and go, well, I was actually, you know, working solidly nearly... All, all the time and you, you know it, it's I think it, as a freelancer you kind of go well I was working Saturday and I was working Tuesday and there were my two days of work um, but then you look back uh, and I'd be looking back and God, you know there was loads of other little moments that I'd forgotten about you know I, you, you hear them back from other people going, oh do you remember that time we did this and you're like oh yeah yeah that was amazing you know yeah it's, it's uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I give ourselves enough credit no, probably not. And it wasn't just obviously the festival, you know, there was Body and Soul a Picnic and Solace, you know, yeah. you were over in England. And as you say, the the months in advance of work and meetings and the, yeah, that, that always amused me that it starts off with like a few people. And then the next thing that's Incredible, like yeah. this family and then you forget that there's actual then people coming 
to the festival like that always used to amuse me it's like what are they going what are they doing why, why are they pitching tents oh yeah they're coming for the- <laughs> <laughs> i'd forgotten about the people coming to the festival they <laughs> <laughs> you know that always used to crack me up when when the when one of the production offices was in the old golf thing and you could see them pitching right over there it used to really like oh yeah i'd forgotten that there was a whole <laughs> ten thousand people about to come on site <laughs> um and when I emailed you about the concept, for, like, or, or just hindsight in general, has your brain did it stay with work, or what? What came up for um, you? I mean, like for me, or I suppose the last last been going on for me. I mean, obviously, uh, as most people know, I've, I've, I've bipolar, quite severe bipolar. I have mental health issues. I've had addiction issues, and I suppose they've all been mingled with work. You know, so it's all kind of it's all kind of wrapped up in one for me. You know, I mean, at the minute I'm doing really well. Things have been really good yeah, in, in the last kind of half a year. Um, <clears throat> but I suppose you know, with with without the rose tinted glasses, looking back, I definitely see how my uh, approach to work and my um, I suppose my inability to really mind me and get lost in trying to mind others or looking, making sure that I was looking stable. You know, that way, not that I ever had a major, major breakdown on site or that, but there was times where I knew I was really struggling and I didn't feel I could put up my hand, okay. you know. Uh, and that's not to say that I didn't feel there was a culture that I couldn't put up my hand because there most definitely was, very much so, body and soul, you know. Um, but... Uh, it was more. It was more how, how I when I look back how I how I wasn't managing myself in those situations mm-hmm. that, that I've taken a lot of learning from. You know, yeah. I don't think I'd ever go back to a lot of my background was freelance videoing, video tech. I don't think I'd ever go back to that. To that okay. six in the morning, you know, driving to Dublin, build gig, d rig four in the morning. You know, I don't think I'd ever go back to that because it's just not healthy for me. You know, it's okay. kind of healthy for me. So in many ways, the year off has been really off work has been, it's been very insightful to me as to how, how I approach work. Um, I've discovered that I'm a terrible procrastinator. <laughs> Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> oh, I really am. I'm like, you know what? You don't have any work. You've got nothing on. You've just got to cut the grass. Just cut the grass. The grass is still uncut. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> But without, I suppose, without having to, um, when I look back, definitely in how I mismanaged myself and how I could have possibly brought, uh, had a better account of myself, but it, not, not, not to punish myself. You know, I'm not punishing mm-hmm. myself. I think, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, when I'm good, I'm really good. Mm-hmm. When I'm bad, I don't go, look, do you know what, I'm actually, I, I, you know, there's many times I should have said, I'm struggling here. I need to just stand off for a little bit. And I didn't, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Essentially, a lot of it's kind of people pleasing, I suppose, which would be something I'd be, if I'd be truthful, would be something I'd be guilty of, you know? Yeah, I, I think a lot, of, a lot of people are. Yeah, and maybe it's because of because there still is a stigma towards mental health, you know, that's just, it just exists. Um, <clears throat> so maybe it's kind of it's kind of me getting ahead of myself or putting myself in the way of myself from getting help, you know? Mm. And it can be uncomfortable. Uh... 
I mean, even without the stigma of mental health or the fact that you were, you know, beginning to feel unwell, it can be, I have found it very uncomfortable over the years to go, I'm, I'm actually, or I don't understand that, or I don't feel too good about this, or I need time. You don't want to be the whiner. You don't want to be, no. <laughs> you know, it's, it's almost easier to carry the two ton weight and plow yeah. on, but uh, in in hindsight, for me as well, I realize, oh no, that's that's not very healthy. Yeah, no, it's not, and it's it's harder it's harder to put the hand up. And again, I, I don't think it was that to do with the culture. I think I think there were such um, strong willed and talented people on that team, and it's not just body and soul, you know, plus a lot of other things that you kind of, you didn't want to be the one holding people back. Mm. Do you know that way? And so you feel, I just carry on, I just carry on, I just carry on. And then suddenly you're trying to catch up at night, so your sleep, so your sleep's not right, you know. And I think it just spirals out, you know. And I think, I think there's definitely a, a, a for me, it, it's been a huge learning curve looking back. Um, and, and like you said at the start of hindsight, like as much as they say, well, the past is the past, I always try and keep an eye on it, I kind of keep it behind my shoulder because it's a good reference point you know of me kind of going well look hold on here are the signs again you know you need to, you need to address this now you need to take time out and um i don't think i don't think i'm, I'm not very good at taking time out mm. for myself even when i'm here and i've nothing to do and you know i'm kind of like well, what to tell you well i go out i know i should be going out and i'm kind of like you don't need to do that you're tired you haven't slept well go and have a nap it'll be better. Oh, no, no, I can't have a nap. I have to get up. I have to walk the dogs and stuff. I think we still put pressure on ourselves to be yeah. doing or being seen to be doing, even if it's showing ourselves when you're doing this, which is mad, like it's crazy, you know? It is, yeah, it is. But I, I agree with you in the, you know, obviously there's many phrases and sayings around, oh, leave the past behind, etc. But the past has clues. Mm. Uh, for me, the past has held huge clues um, and they are helping me, you know, put the jigsaw pieces together to create a more full picture and understanding of some of my patterns of behavior or things I was yeah. doing or the reasons why. Um, so I find hindsight useful in that respect because you can just link things up and or pass on, you know, um, when I look at some stuff now, I realize that that was a red flag. That, that was something that should have been looked at. And if I can let somebody else know that that's, if that comes up for you, maybe consider X, Y, or Z, um, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think that's really important is, is, is practicing talking to people mm. truthfully. I don't mean not that you wouldn't be speaking the truth, but I suppose to practice being open to talking to people or reaching out for help or, or to, to see the signs and ask someone else. You know, uh, we, I have the couch which is it's a mental health kind of peer support group, but it's, it's you see kind of people, they're still, there's people are afraid to talk and say, you know what? I'm not okay. You know, I'm not feeling great. I, I can't do that. I don't think this is good for me. And then on, on the flip side of that, you find that people are afraid to ask because they're too embarrassed to ask. You know, people are embarrassed to ask, are you okay, man? You know, are you actually all right? I don't think you are. I've been through something like this, you know. Uh, so I, so I, I do think there needs to be a culture shift in that. Now, it is. It is happening. You can see it happening a lot in all aspects, all over the news and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think they just recently appointed a uh, minister for mental health. I mean, maybe it's not a ministerial post, but um, but there's lots of times like I can look back in hindsight and say, yeah, like you said, that was a flag. You know, mm-hmm. that's when I should have went, 
okay, things are unsettled, things are not right. Not three weeks later when it was then a crisis. When did you start the cowshed? We started, myself and my ex Claire, started the cowshed nearly two years ago. I had, I had tried to do what you're doing. <laughs> I had tried to do my own podcast. Um, and I, I just, I, I was, it, was kind of just, it was more or less like a, a monologue, just me. It was just, I just sat down. I was like, I'll just talk about stuff that I've been through. Um, and at the time, because I'd be very open in the industry about my mental health issues, et cetera, a lot of people would be contacting me um, saying, look, I, I'm feeling this way or I'm feeling that way, or I think you should talk to so-and-so because he's not right, you know? Um, so I, I kind of, by, by proxy of being open about my mental health and, and I suppose having very public falls of my mental health, um, I was just someone that people contacted and I was, it was kind of, I saw a space and I was like, I can't, I can't keep taking these types of calls, you know, mm-hmm. because I'd end up on the phone for hours. And it's not that I don't mind helping, but it was starting to take a toll on me, yeah. you know, dealing with people who were suicidal and staying on the phone them all night. The, the fallout for me was getting a bit too much. <clears throat> um, and then also I was, I was talking to people who were, who knew each other and were talking about the same thing and I was kind of like why doesn't how come those two people aren't talking there why Why is it you know so the show the, the was just an idea come up with, with the easiest thing is just to set up a Facebook page and people can join it's fully confidential and, and people can just talk on it um, so I, we just went for it and did it uh, I, I think we've I think we've nearly, I think a couple of hundred anyway a couple of five or six hundred members now from all over the world wow and it's it's 24-7 it's just straight up peer-to-peer support Okay. Um, we, you know, you, we started seeing a lot of people. Uh, it, it's a lo- what's lovely to watch is someone join and be silent and sit in the background for a month or two, and then they might comment on someone else's thing, and then they go, "Actually, this is going on for me, and maybe that could be a Friday night." And then you know, have a look at it over the weekend, and come back to it on Monday, and you see that person going, "Thanks so much, so and so set up me all night last night. This is great." And then they'll then you know start passing it on, you know, that way. So it's, it's been surprising how well it worked. Um, and I suppose it was needed. When you were first discussing your mental health, did, did it feel stigmatised? Did it feel... Most definitely, yeah. Really? I mean, okay. The first time I was... The second time I was hospitalised, uh, I was working for a company and uh, they stopped the pay. They had a car with them. They took the car away and said, oh, well, I have mental issues. I shouldn't be driving. It's too dangerous, which was nonsense. You know, not absolute nonsense. Um, and then I got kind of a demotion and stuff like that. So we can't trust you. Like, well, I've had these issues for the last 10 years working with you. You know, okay. it's just unfortunately I've come to a point now where I need to get help, you know. So in terms of that, there was stigma. I, you, you could hear Snigger's laughs. You know what I mean? I think everyone knew I'd gone into a, into a facility. Um, and you can hear Snigger's and laughs and stuff. And I kind of had two choices. I was like, well, look, I need to deal with this. This is going to affect me and it affects how I interact with people. Doc, it affects how I interact with people and how, how I navigate this industry that I'm in. So it, it was easier for me just to come out and go, you know what? Yep, I'm bipolar. I was in hospital. Won't talk to me about it. Won't ask me something. That's fine, but I, I'm fine today. I mean, you know, there's no difference between Rowan or, mm-hmm. you know, just sometimes I get ill. Uh, I take medication. Um, it was easier to do that than to do what I had been doing, which was hide it and, okay. and navigate it myself. 
and um, and, and push myself into being okay when I wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, I suppose from there it just it just snowballed into 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 where I am now, which is extremely open about it. You know, okay. and I, I, we do find in the cow shit that the um, the more open we can talk about things, the more open people can see their peers talk about it. You know, we, what we'd hope is we created a space where people could talk because you weren't going to talk on the stage. And the cow shed is the size of the stage, you know, is, is, is what we call them. Uh, so we're kind of hoping, and we're seeing a little bit that people are bringing those conversations back off the Facebook page, back into the work environment, you know, where people are going, are you okay, man? You're on last night. You know, that way, but in a nice confidential way. Okay. And are you getting, is there support? Because that's quite a, big thing to 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 manage your own health um and be of support and such service to others i mean you know yeah so on the facebook page we have a few admins okay so there's always someone kind of looking after it there we have um the minding creative minds kindly given us access to their 24-hour helpline Great. The doctor's free counseling, so that's brilliant as well. Mm-hmm. We have a psychologist who kind of dips out of the page every now and then just to see is there anything mm-hmm. that we've missed, you know, and she's also available for us to contact her and go, look, we think this person's in crisis. We're going to get them onto MCM. Um, so we have support there. Yeah, we run a series of talks called the Cowshed Talks as well, which are kind of interviews around mental health. So we do like uh, Heads Up, which is, my own, which is kind of a straight up, one-on-one frank conversation, much like this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ken Binley does Hidden Talents, which is kind of just about creators in the industry and stuff. So between all of those, um, having all of those and having more people involved and people who've, who've progressed in the cow shed to go, you know, I'd actually have to help, which made me an admin, that it, it, I suppose the burden's a bit lighter. That's amazing. It's shared, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you can relay, you know, hand the baton around to those. Yeah, that... I mean, even when we set it up, then, I, then I, like, it was like, okay, now the phone's not ringing, but now I have to be on Facebook all the time because if I miss something, someone will be sick and I'll miss it and something could happen. And again, it was kind of like, okay, no, I need to get admins in. So it was kind of a learning curve. Okay. You know, a huge learning curve. And even even now, like, uh, we, we're, like we're kind of halfway through redesigning the website to make it like a full wellness hub. Um, and with that, it's kind of like every stone opens another universe. You're like, okay, well, we can't do everything at once. You know, you just dial it in, bring it back. But um, it's certainly, it's been, it's been a good year for stuff like that. Okay. There's lots of other groups have opened up. And you find, let's say we were, we mentioned a little while ago that, yeah, you see something as a red flag now, looking back in it, is that something you're able to hand on in these conversations, you know, that you're able well, to say, look, this is... 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I suppose yeah. that is what, the, the, you know, apart from the obvious, look, there's people here to help you and listen to you. Uh, a big thing on the cow show, we say it's not just about war stories. You want to hear, you know, your experience, strength and hope. Yeah. You know, so certainly me and other people, because I haven't been through everything, you know. Yeah. Um, we have enough people on there who are like, look, I've been through that. What you need to do is this, this, and this, you know. So it's kind of just gently guiding people. Yeah, but 100%. I mean, I like, I can tell you I'm doing well now. When I, my hindsight is, I can tell you all the things I did wrong, you know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the better, they're the better guide, really, you know, because when I was well, I was well, and it was well, and it was normal, it was grand, mm-hmm. you know. But the hindsight is certainly looking back, oh, you know, I, I did 12 gigs in a row and had about four hours sleep. That's yeah. not good. 
You know, yeah. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't getting out. You know, I worked on a movie just before shutdown in in Limerick, and we were in at six in the morning, kind of working till nine at night. I didn't see daylight. I think for two or three months, very little daylight. You know, it was darkness going in, and I was amazed. I was surprised and amazed how much it actually affected me. Okay. You know, I, I need to be out for me with my with my illness and my head. I need to get out. I need to be mm-hmm. out. I need to be around water. I love swimming. I love walking. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to be outdoors. I need to be around nature. You know, that's it's, it's good. It's good for me. It nourishes mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's great to. Um... It's great to land on those things in a what what some of the stuff that I'm uncovering recently. It feels kind of like being an adult <laughs> and going, oh, <laughs> you wasn't part of the deal <laughs> because you know I'm still confused as to what being an adult is. But I have moments going, oh, I th- I think that might be being an adult that I understand, and I'm now a little bit more comfortable to yeah. say that's not okay for me. That really yeah, affects I, I, me. I think, I think a lot of being an adult, <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this at my age. <laughs> people who call me on my bullshit which okay. is really good so I'll have people who call me bullshit I have people who who know what I'm like when I'm sick will know the pattern okay if, if I'm not yeah. answering the phone or I'm around or I'm sleeping really late in or I'm up late at night go are you okay because that's a couple of nights now you haven't slept and it's not in a in a in a invest, invest I don't know what the word it's not like a Colombo thing where they're trying to trick uh-huh. me in it's genuinely going look these are these are signs and sometimes I don't see them and sometimes it's normal you know, and I have to yeah. try and not get annoyed. But look, I stayed up late watching a movie. And then sometimes I know myself, I'm, okay, I'm not feeling great. I'm a bit fast today or, um, you know, I think I'm really down. And it's taken me a long, long, I mean, I got to my diagnosis. I'm 46 now and my diagnosis when I was 20. Wow, so, okay. Uh, yeah, way down the road. And it's only, it's really only the last year that I'll actually email my doctor. I have a consultant psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I'll email her out of the blue and say, Look, I haven't slept the last few nights. I'm just putting the flag up. 
mm-hmm. see how it goes, you know, and, and I'll come back to you, you know, and she'll come back to me then and say, how's it getting on? You know, so it's only really, I suppose the last year that I've really, I've done a lot. I mean, I've done a huge amount of work myself in the last Amazing. year. Well I, done. I, was in, I was in hospital twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing, I'm still on a trauma program. So I've, got, I've done a lot, a lot of work for myself. And it's, I suppose it's given me more, um, I suppose I'm more aware of my ability to mind myself mm-hmm. and I'm more able to mind myself and I don't uh, I doubt my perception of my thoughts less if, if, mm-hmm. do you, do you yeah yeah. I, yeah I totally understand yeah. before I, I'd, I'd probably have a really negative critical voice going well you're crap at that don't do that do this you know and I, I'd, I'd listen to that and uh, and that would often, I'd often manifest that, manifest that, that in my interactions with people, I'd be brushed or, and then it's kind of, you don't need to, you don't need, you're, you know, you're being annoyed at that person because they're calling on something that you've convinced yourself you're right, but you're not, mm. you know, so there's a lot of humble pie, which is why mm. I've got so much weight. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, look, look just, I don't, I don't think I'll ever reach a point where I don't, where, I, where I'm not learning something new. Well, no. hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean that with kindness because I, if I ever reach a point where I'm not learning something new, let's just forget it because, you know, that that's, I think, what we're here for, isn't it? Is to explore so, and, and, yeah. and continually be curious and, you know, um, and it's not, you know, it doesn't always have to be just, you know, about like uncovering ourselves, but our mirroring in the world and where we are in the world. And, yeah. you know, it's... It's yeah. It's it. It just shows a curious mind and an open heart. I believe so. Yeah, and, and compassion, self-compassion, yeah. is really, really important. You know, mm. and 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 forgiveness, self-forgiveness as well. Mm. Um, and 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 being compassionate about your boundaries. You know, sometimes I have to go. I'm not taking that call today, mm-hmm. or I'm not doing that today. I'm going to turn the phone off. I'm going out, and you know, and I just need you need to put those boundaries in. It's not out of selfishness it's just I, I'm more aware of the days when I need to just sit with myself and sit with the quiet mm-hmm. and not have an interaction that I know is probably not going to go right because I'm not I'm not 100% in myself mm-hmm. um, the, the, as you were speaking about emailing your um, consultant and mm-hmm. you know even the, the concept of hindsight and looking back and red flags um, the word accountability came up. And when I say accountability, I don't mean for yourself, but the idea for me, I would definitely work better with an accountability body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> is that something that you think would have helped you, let's say in your twenties or thirties, I don't know, but it's somebody to kind of just hold, you know. Yeah. I mean, when I first started off, my consultant was quite an old school. He was a very objective psychiatrist who kind of sit back in his chair and just look at you for 20 20 minutes, you know, that kind of way. And it just didn't, it just didn't suit my personality at all. Cause I just be going, blah, 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 blah. I'm just doing stuff until you either frowns or says, <laughs> I, was kind of, I got very frustrated with it. Um, and account, I, yeah, accountability is a huge issue. Yeah. I think, we, I think you need to be accountable. I think you need to be accountable for, I need to be accountable for my words to others, uh, my words to myself, and I need to be accountable on how I help myself. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, if I don't put my hand up, 
and say, I'm, I'm struggling here today, or do you know what? I, I don't accept that because that's not right. Well, then I'm not accountable for myself. I'm not sure if that's exactly what you mean, but. I, it, not really. Um, it, it is, but I mean, accountability is massive, but we're not always able for ourselves. So I have this, and I think there's, you know, it's, it's becoming big in America, of course, on let's say for exercise, but, uh, you know, an accountability body. So somebody who you've literally had a quite serious conversation with, and they're either going to be your mirror or your accountability to, let's say, the friend who rings you to say, you haven't slept for two nights. I just need you to be aware uh, of that. Yeah, just, I, I wonder if people, uh, not even even, you know, struggling with mental, I mean, we all struggle in varying degrees with mental Absolutely. health, but just, you know, calling me out on my bullshit saying, Jenny, you've said for two, three months, you're going to go back exercising. You need to go back. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's that. I it's, uh, <laughs> um, I, mean. I have an accountability crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, I, you know, I, I think in many ways, I purposely set it up. I was like, if we don't, you know, if I don't ring, ring me, if I'm not where I say I am, if I'm not there, you, you know, yeah. I have a few, uh, we, we, they're called spotters in, okay. in the mental health industry, the mental health uh, field. And it's basically someone who knows, who knows your moves. You know, I say to my doctor, I'm not, I'm not allowed to miss an appointment. If I miss an appointment, she will ring and 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 email and email and email. She called my dad should call you know my friend Dean okay. for me and that's just the way it is and it's something that works well mm-hmm. you know I think it's a great idea I think you know uh, I don't think it should be kept, just kept for for you know I think we all no, need spotters no, sure. yeah. yeah because I, I, I mean, yeah. you to have that really good true connection with someone mm-hmm. where you can go look this is all of me and I, mm-hmm. you know this is all of me these are all the parts the good and the bad mm-hmm. and to have that acceptance and the willingness to help it's huge because you feel supported no matter what mm. um, yeah that's amazing and the cow shed what, what are your hopes for the cow shed do you want to grow it do you want what do you want to do with it um, at the moment yeah we'd love to, we'd love to grow it we're, we want to we're, we're when the website's done, whenever it gets done, um, we want to sort of open it up to all all the all creatives, uh, and have people maybe set up their own little hubs. So you might have a, a, a film, you know, DOP cow shed or a, a lighting engineer cow shed as a, a little offshoots of the umbrella. I'd love to see it in other countries if it was possible that we'd we're in talk to a few people that we'd give people just the all the the details of platform and stuff for them to set up their own Facebook groups. So it'd be great if someone, excuse me, was touring in another country or away in another country and they found themselves struggling they could go on and go, hi, I'm in such, such a venue, blah, blah, blah. And you, you might meet someone else who's in the cow shed in that country, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'd love, that's the big picture. Um, okay. I'd love to get into, you know, have, be able to charm out counsellors or have free counselling service. Now, MCM are covering a lot of that. But mm-hmm. at the moment, we're just trying to stick with the peer-to-peer mm-hmm. um the support group, you know, that's, that's, I suppose we'd be kind of the cold face mm-hmm. before we hand people on. I mean, we're not professional counselors. We don't deal with that stuff at all. You know, immediately if we, someone says, look, you know, I'm feeling suicidal or something like that, we immediately pass them on to a counselor, a trained counselor. Um, but but our, our, I think our position at the cold face or the catch all net is, it, I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely serves a good purpose as it is. So I'd love to just grow the model we have bigger uh, as opposed to manoeuvring any into a charity or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I think, I think as, as a, as kind of like a first responder, 
you know, were kind of the, the people who put their jacket under you at the accident and which way for yes. the ambulance to stay with you. Okay. You know, that's a role that's not provided by a lot of places. Yeah. The information delivered by a lot of, well, like the HSE mental health website is, is a disaster. It's just text, 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 and links, 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 links. And people who are struggling can't, you know, they can't read sometimes, you know, they can't, they can't focus on that. So, you know, a lot of our work on the new websites being going into how do we deliver this information in a simple way? How do we deal with the most upset person? How does he see through the chaff to get to the wheat? You know, that way. Um, it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And it's a lot, it's a lot, a lot more thought of it. And it's good. It's, it's, it's been really good for me to take me kind of out of my own mm-hmm. uh, skin. And also it's been good for me to kind of really utilize and see some of the skills that I'm learning to see them play out in other people and go, all right, okay. And, and, and I get some learning off that. And I didn't, I don't look at it that way. That's really interesting, you know? So there's always a, a give and take, but the main thing is just to be there, that uh, to have a space where no matter where you are, what time it is, you can go on and you can find someone who, who, who may have been through exactly what you're going through or maybe going through exactly what you're going through and use just a place to talk. You know, it's it's a safe, it's a safe place where people can be themselves. You know, I, I, I don't think two years now, I've never heard anyone breach the confidentiality or, or it be passed on or mentioned outwards, you know. So I think there's enough, enough respect there for what we're trying to do for people. I think that's really beautiful. I think... Uh... Or, or I feel when you mentioned it, I could I, I, I could immediately see it and feel it and understand it more. But that's a, that's a very beautiful um, I, idea. Even that you're the you're the coat that goes under somebody in the first yeah. responder. Well, you know, we always that, say, look, we can't yeah. carry you, but we can walk beside you. you yeah, know? just talk, just talk to us. We're here. Yeah, you know. And as you say, the you know, let's say HSE or all of these well-meaning that that feels it's it's too information, and I'm not speaking to somebody who 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 is going through what I'm going through or or can help directly. Yeah. That must be that must feel very powerful for people to be able to. I think it is. A, a lot of yeah. time, someone will kind of go, "Look, how how can I join?" I'm like, of course, you can join. Anyone can join. You know, it's no worries. And they go on and they're kind of sitting in the background and I know they're there. And then they'll see the people who are there and who are regularly mentioned or talking and stuff like that. And they go, oh, okay, wow. You know, so we have people at all levels mm-hmm. of, you know, I hate to use the word hierarchy, but I suppose all different stages of professionalism and all different pay grades and all different, um, some people really highly respected, some people they'll see every day, some people who are new to the industry, you know, so mm-hmm. there's, there's, that's, I think, where the peer comes in because, you know, you might be having a really rough Friday night and then on the Tuesday do your duty gig and one or two people might come to you and go, hey man, are you okay? You know, how are things? You know, so that's what we'd love to support you. Come back out. Yes. Spread out that way, you know. And do you think, um, looking back at 20-year-old Rowan, um, you know, something, if, if something like this was available for you as opposed to your austere uh, therapist who didn't have any other training at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Mm. I think so. If, I mean, (laughs) when I started in the industry, which is around the same time, there was, I suppose, things that were acceptable and just not talked about. It just wasn't talked about, Mm -hmm. you know, that's it. It wasn't talked about, you know, um, I went to a funeral four, three, four or five years ago now of a guy who committed suicide in the industry. I had no idea 
he had mental health issues or addiction issues. Um, uh, I sat at the funeral with about six, seven hundred people, and I was like, "How, how did this happen? You know, how did no one, no one here, not know mm-hmm. that this person was struggling? You know, and 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 that's what it was. You, you weren't, and maybe maybe my attach my own stigma to it, or I had attached my own stigma to it. But I definitely think if the, I now compared to then, I don't I don't think that would happen mm. with, with with someone in that industry. I don't think I'd, I'd hope it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, people die, you know, there is a very serious side to this. Yeah, uh, you know, no one. I would say no one should die for the price of the conversation. There's no reason why anyone should have to think I can't talk about this to anyone. You know, that's I, I don't see the reason for that. And I, I, you know, and I've always said if it takes me to be the open person, not that I'm a patron said, I mean, it's not easy for me to be very open, you know, it often leaves me feeling very vulnerable, very exposed. Um, but, um, but I, I owe it, I owe it back is the way I look at it. I owe it back because of people who supported me when I was not, probably not the easiest person to support, you know, and people who stood by me and stuff like that. Um, I, I owe it back. Um, but definitely had there been, I mean, I was given sent, oh, go, go to, go to an NA meeting or go to aware, which is the aware. And they're, they're great services, but it wasn't, didn't, didn't wasn't what I needed at the time. You know, I used to go to aware, aware, aware group, but I think I was the youngest by about 30 years there. And they just tell the same stories. And it's kind of like, there's no relevance here for me. And plus it also takes a huge amount of courage to physically get in a car and drive to a meeting and walk into it and go, hi, I don't know anyone. Whereas Facebook is a little bit easier, you know, we, we found that it's a little bit easier and in terms of people can join and sit in the background and see where they're going to fit in, you know, and they'll see, oh, there's humor here and they'll get it. And then eventually they do start talking. And you just, it usually takes about a month mm-hmm. and then people generally start opening up and then they get an immediate response because they know there's a, there's a good comfort response there as it is they've read it. So, mm-hmm. um, would it have helped me? Yeah. hundred percent. I say it would have taken me a lot to get on there. You know, a lot of pushing and stuff for me to get on there and be, and be honest about it. But yeah, definitely. It's just something I keep coming up with. Um, and I, I was talking to a couple of ladies via this kind of podcast or conversations. And within myself, when I'm looking back at, at some flags or, you know, things within myself, and it's that classic scenario of can you learn something like... <sighs> You know, when you when you look back or the proper, you know, the prospect of hindsight and you look back and go, if I was to hand that rope to 20 year old Jenny, the anchor through, would she be able to hold on to it? Would she understand it? Because there is a line in a children's book or it is a children's book. You know, you can't go under it. You can't go over it. You've got to go through it. And it's that awful thing of like, oh, God. And and as I'm rearing my kids and I'm sure you have it with yours, you're just like, oh, if I could just cut some of that out. But you can't be told it, can you? You have to maybe go through it. I think you have to experience. And I think I think it's very rare people learn in those moments. Yeah. It's really, really crowded and open, you know. <laughs> but if they were really crowded and open, they wouldn't be having those stupid decisions. <laughs> um, I think I think the learning comes after, you know, and I think it is it is, you know, they say hindsight's no sight, but hindsight's where your learning is, you know, when you see stuff played out, um, and then you do it again, you play it out a different way, you go, Oh, that worked much better when I didn't hit him on a chair. <laughs> <Another way. laughs> um 
Yeah, there's definitely learning. I think the learning is, I think the experience is going through it. You know, I don't, I don't think there is a destination. I think you just, you get, you get better at things. Or you're more able to manage things and do things as you move along. Certainly in my case, mm-hmm. that's my experience is that um, I learned. I'm, I'm a terrible person for learning the hard way, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, yeah, sometimes it can take years to learn. You know, and sometimes yeah. some lessons you pick up straight away. But like you said, you, you got to go through it and everyone's got to go through it. I mean, I can't, mm-hmm. I have a t- two teenage kids now. And I, I know I can't protect them from everything. And I try and be not cool dad, but frank dad. You know, I've had my issues. And blah, blah, blah. You come to me about that. And I'm like, I'm just like no. Don't give me that. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, I really understand. He's like, I'm sure you are. I just don't want to talk to you about that. So there's a certain amount of kind of, you have to let people make their mistakes, you know. Um, yeah, if I could talk to 20 Will Rowan, yeah, I'd probably say relax. Just chill out. <laughs> relax. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I dashed through life. Mm. You know, I was always, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, and I missed a lot. I missed a lot of stuff. I'd say, yeah, it's, it's, what's it's just a God, that horrible Ferris Bueller show. Life's pretty fast. You need to look around, you know. Mm. I suppose that would be my advice. Be like, look, hold on. You're missing stuff here that's really good because you want to be the next step and the next step. But I'm very much a towards person. I always need to be towards something. Mm-hmm. I'm not good sitting mm-hmm. in the moment and going observing around, you know. Um, so it's taken me a long, long time to be able to sit with myself and kind of go, just sit that's nice you know and sort of my face you know little small things and again a lot of it's living in the west um where you appreciate silence and not and and, and being able to be mm-hmm. as opposed to what's happening next mm-hmm. so i suppose that would be my advice just you know be enjoy enjoy the now mm. You know, which I know everyone says it's it's a huge the mindfulness. I, I'm I'm not mindful at all. You know, I find it, I find it very hard to be mindful. <laughs> I sound like I'm completely contradicting myself, but sure, my father. Um, um, I find it very hard. I mean, like uh, like if I could get like I've tried meditate. If I can get three minutes, four minutes, without forty five thoughts, uh, you know, about penguins' knees coming through my head. I'm doing good. I'm set for the day, you know? Yeah. You're, 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 you're not just, on your own there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm great at telling people to meditate. Yeah. You should meditate. Go and meditate. Do you meditate? Page 35 of this book says it's amazing. I don't do it, but you can meditate. <laughs> I always used to love your hope. It was chief, chief page spinner. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I've been juggling at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I have more plates. That's what <laughs> Sure, I'll spin those as well. Just add them in. Um, well, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, for for me, these are very um, c- continual. You know, because hindsight is not something you have just back when you're twenties or back when you're a teenager. Like I'm, I'm constantly looking back, even at last year, last month, last whatever, um, for for this learning process, for this like little catching my own patterns, catching yeah. myself trying to be my own accountability body <laughs> um, and calling is that, myself. Is that cool for you? It's, oh, I'm uh, like, yeah, she, she believes whatever I tell her. Um, yeah, it's, it's not easy. Um, but I think it's 
that just these kind of maybe check in conversations every now and then and, and let, let people, you know, folks will resonate here. And, and it's a great know. idea. It's a great idea. I was a little afraid from Andrew as a hindsight. Again. But it's good to think of. I mean, even just talking about the last year, and I haven't really sat and looked back at the last year because mm-hmm. I've just been like, because oh, I'm kind of still in it all, you know. Mm. So yeah, it's interesting. So thank you. Not at all. It is interesting. I, I find it very interesting. But as you say, uh, you're you're a toward person. I'm definitely a toward person. But to 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 little flag points or little moments to go, oh yeah, that, but that and that happened again, and that happened. Oh yeah, look look at that little pattern, and just it has helped me frame not the whole jigsaw piece for the picture, but it has helped me frame the corners. Yeah. It's just that all that mumbo jumbo in the middle that I'll I'll probably leave sitting. Like I did leave the real jigsaw at the start of lockdown. And, you know, eventually I was like, we just put this away because nobody's doing the jigsaw. (laughs) (laughs) The dog had, had swiped most of it across with the tail across the floor and there was bits of it in plant pots. I was like, all right. uh, Yeah. But no, I have the corners and here's having, you know, let's have fun filling in the middle bit. <laughs> yeah, and take, take the little wins as well, you know? Yeah, take yeah. Take the wins. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's important to have those little Kodak moments too, you know? We yeah. Find, oh, I, that's a red flag. And I did that and I shouldn't have done that. But also, just sit back and go, actually, I did that really well the other day. Or, you know, yesterday was a really good day. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've had looking back and I'm kind of going, oh my God, do you know what? I was great fucking crack. I'm great crack. Like- you are great crack, Jenny. <laughs> you are great crack. <laughs> but I didn't give myself enough credit for that over the years. Like, no, oh, I, fucking I, I, hell. One, one, one day I got kicked clear to tell, tell your uh, jumpsuit portaloo story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That was a that was a beautiful moment. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was adulting classes one hundred and one. Oh right yeah, there. yeah. A, a life lesson in that. Life lesson in, in hindsight. <laughs> <Right>. Do not wear. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And come find me over in Hindsight Conversations on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.